Jon Stewart is back at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to Comedy Central. Hey, friends. How's it going? It's uh, You Up, a hit of pod. I'm Nikki Glazer in my dad's home office in St. Louis, Missouri. You know it. Um, shout out to Brody Stevens. That was a Brody Stevens. You know it. Um, I just went for a run. I often do this podcast right after I get in a real hearty run. I just ran my ass off for four miles and my ass is off. I mean, like running like does not do anything for your ass. It just makes it like, and I need to like put an extra effort down there and like very concentrated effort if I'm going to have like a, a really decent ass. Although, oh, and I didn't mention this before in the podcast and I wanted to yesterday. I didn't get around to it. I accidentally left the camera running the other day in my dad's office because I was shooting a music video that um, I shot for Anya Marina and with Ian uh, Fidance and Andrew Collin and Anya Marina. It's a really fun music video. I don't know when it'll come out, but I accidentally left the camera running all day. And then by the time I went to go send the guy the footage, I was like, oh shit, this has been running all day. Well, it also, so I went back and looked at like how it recorded. It was like a security camera footage because it was just me coming in periodically to check my email, um, hit a bowl that I have stored inside the frame of the window that is right behind my desk. Like, cause my family was over. So I was just like, you know, just coming in to just like get some alone time. And I was in a swimsuit and then I got to see myself from behind. I was like scared. I was like, cause sometimes you like, I have body dysmorphia in the sense that I think I look better than I might be. And I know that's not an original thing to say, but it truly, I truly feel that way. I've been having this thing on zoom where I accidentally, I'll be just kind of zooming out. That's the wrong word to use, but like, just kind of like, like kind of zoning out, <laughs> zooming out and then I like look at the boxes, but it's kind of like I'm blurring my eyes. And then I like see my own box and I'm like, that girl's cool. And then I see it's me and I'm like, oh, it's you. No, she's, wait, did you just think that was an older woman? Or did you like, sometimes I'm like, oh my God, she looks like a Nancy Myers character. Like sometimes I think I look like a cool older woman. And then I go, is that bad? And then I just forget it's me at first. And you can see a glimpse of yourself without knowing that it's you. It's very telling. So I got to look at myself from behind the other day and I got to say, not too, not too shabby. Pretty, I'm pretty happy with my workout, which is truly just running four miles every day that I feel necessary. And it really isn't about like burning calories or stay, it's just like, I need to like, let my, like, just think about some stuff, bop along to music and think about some things I want to talk about on the show. Cause I always like clear my mind enough to be like, what do I want to talk about? And, um, today some things happened on my run that I was like, oh shit. Um, I tend to run in the road when I can because it's better for your knees and joints. And so I was in the road and I shouldn't have been. I think I was probably zooming out a little bit, you know, and uh, and this car came and it's like a road that you can see far ahead. That's why I'm running in the road. I can, if it's ever like over a hill and I can't see at least like a hundred feet, you know, 200 feet in front of me, I don't run in the road. But this, I had all the wherewithal and I didn't even see the car. And I think I did see it, but I'm just like, give me some fucking room. It was easy for the car to give me room. And he didn't. And he honked aggressively. And I flicked him off and yelled, fuck you. And there was another car that saw all this happen. And I'm also in a suburban neighborhood. No one was around to hear. I wish there were, because it'd be a better story. 
but I really did scream it very loud and um, flicked him off. Like that is such, it, it felt a little bit Lake of the Ozarks, like had, a, had that kind of vibe to it, you know? Um, it wasn't my str- like best moment, but it felt so good. And then the rest of the run, I was just, then I ran in the middle of the road, almost like, come and get me. I want an altercation. And I don't, I really don't want to fight anyone, but I did feel uh, like alive. And then I ran past all of these, like a lot of these bikers, these, you know, skinny dads, these dads that are just like, look like little um, despicable me men <laughs> hunched over on their bikes. <laughs> There's dads be biking, yo, you know, they love getting out on that road. That's the thing though. I love bikers. I really do. I'm not one of these people that's like, fuck bikers. If you are someone that is the most unattractive thing to me in the whole world. If you are someone who's like, I hate bikers or runners in the road. It's like, you're a car. You can do things that we can't like just give, give bikers room. People that cut off bikers, you're such a hack. That's the lamest thing to say that to hate bikers, because I feel it. I feel the aggressiveness from people all the time when I'm running in the road, people look at me like, you're crazy. And I'm like, you see me, you can go into the other lane. There's no one coming. Everything here is safe. I'm right. You're wrong. And I am right. Um, but I do want to say that if, if you're ever driving down the road and you see a runner, and I've wanted to say this for actually weeks on the podcast and I haven't done it because I always forget by the time I get home. But let me just make this clear because maybe you don't run and you don't understand. If you are driving down the road and all of a sudden a runner is running towards you in your lane, do you hear me? Towards you in your lane. They're doing the right thing. I know you're like, why aren't they running in the direction of the traffic? Because runners have more mobility to get out of the way. And so it's better for us to see what's in front of what's coming as opposed to a car coming up behind us and going to run us over. So don't do your honking like that idiot did because the rules of the road are that, uh, I don't know. I think I had, I think I just actually contradicted my point from before. Don't DM me about it. I know I did, but just know that. Um, what did I say? Saving works. What does that mean? What the fuck did that mean? I wrote it as I was running. I wrote down saving works. God, I got to be more articulate in these notes. Um, oh, enjoy the moment after you. Okay. This is, this is another thing that's been ticking me off on these runs is I run with this Nike run app. You guys got to get it. There's a lot of good things about it. One is that it maps your run and you can take a picture of your face at the end and it'll, it'll paste your run over your face and you can, and it, the, the trail of your run is white and you can make it look like you have, you know, a cum dripping on your face or for kids, bird poop, you know, if you want to kid it up. Um, but then the other benefit is that it, um, it tells at the end of your run, a runner comes to support, like a guy, some famous runner, like who the fuck knows famous runners? I don't, unless it's legit Usain Bolt or Jackie Joyner Kersey, or that's the only runners or my friend's dad. Uh, what was his name? Dolph. He ran a lot. Those are the only running people, runners. I know there's this guy, Mo, uh, what is his name? I wrote down his name the other day because it was so ridiculous. Oh yeah. Mo Farah, Mo Farah here. So at the end of the run, you complete your run, right? Okay. No matter what you do, they always say some condescending bullshit to you. And Mo Farah the other day goes like, they always go like, well, at least, you know, it's not about how far you go or how well you did. It's that you did it. Good job, girl. See you tomorrow. 
or it'll be super condescending like whoa it'll be like whoa you were so fast i'm gonna have to start looking in my rearview mirror and it's like fuck you am i four don't don't do that and then there's this guy mo farah and he's the one that did that he goes man pretty soon if you get any faster i'm gonna start worrying about my career and it's like no you're not that's a dumb thing to say don't say anything. I wish I could turn this feature off. And I was looking for ways to find them because I can never remember them. Some of them are so fucking condescending that even if I read them, you'd be like, that's a fake one that you made up. And these are fake ones I'm making up, but not really guys. So I wrote down this one. Um, the, the first time they've ever been actually acknowledged that I've done good. Cause sometimes I'm fucking fast and I really try to beat, like I run four miles every day in the same route. So there's never any like it's me always just trying to beat my time. There's no, so I like when I go, when I go faster to be rewarded for it, but then Kevin Hart and Kevin Hart is a part of this too. So fucking, I got a comedian chiming in at the end of my runs being like, Whoa, man, you're faster than me. And I'm really fast. Well, at least I try to be, I'm Kevin Hart. It's just like, or it's like, I, that sounded maybe racist, but I was trying to do a Kevin Hart impression. It wasn't, I wasn't trying to be anything but Kevin Hart, which is why his motivation works because everyone's not trying to be anything except Kevin Hart. I know I'm not, but no, this Mo Farah guy, I got to look him up and see if he's hot real quick guys, because he literally turned me on the other day because he was actually supportive of me. It goes along with like the porn I like, which is like good girl. Like it they pushes, they push you to your limits and then you, um, no, it's not a song called Mo Fur Fur, Mo Farah. Okay. Here he is. Mohammed, I love that name. Seriously, I used to work for a guy named Mohammed and he was like hot. Okay, Mofara's not bad. 37. Oh my God, he's definitely age appropriate. He's not married. I don't think, I don't, sometimes with athletes on Wikipedia, they don't put like married, but oh, spouse. Okay, never mind. He's married. 2010. God damn it. So that's probably falling apart pretty soon here. But anyway, he, he said the other day and it literally turned me on. He goes, You're not just getting fit, you're getting fast. I'm serious. And I was like, he fucking understands me and I felt really seen and turned on. Um, also the last thing I'll say about this app is that, I mean, I have so much to say about it. I gotta, I gotta bring on Anya because, uh, I'm going to have her uh, call in so we can catch up with my best friend, Anya, who I haven't talked to in, um, a bit now. Uh, yeah, we text every day, but like one-on-one -on -one, it's going to be fun. So, uh, after this, we're going to get Anya Marina on the line and we're going to follow up and I'm going to tell her what I've been doing on my Nike running app that is very cathartic. Hi guys, welcome back to the podcast. I have Anya Marina with me. If you don't know Anya Marina, she's like my favorite um, singer songwriter and my favorite friend. I mean, well, not my favorite. I don't want to say favorite friend. That sounds worse than best I'll friend. Say it. Well, I can have lots of favorite friends, but you, you know, you're way up there, bitch. Um, <laughs> she also has a new okay. song out called the last word. And I'm not joking you, you guys like, don't even bother listening to this podcast tomorrow unless you go at least try out this song for yourself. Thanks. You're, you're not, I really, I'll be disappointed in you if you don't go listen one play of the last word. And if you're not hooked, you don't have to, you don't have to heart it, but throw it a heart if you like it, because it's, it's in my top five favorite songs on you. I'm obsessed. Dude, thank you so much. That means a lot. Cause you heard the demo and usually people have demo itis. 
where they oh. get stuck on the first version, but you've been able to open up to future versions of it. Yes. And this version is different than the one I became obsessed with. And I've actually become obsessed with every step of the song. So I don't mm-hmm. mind it. And much like with my jokes, like you hear them in their infancy and see them come along. And there's sometimes where you're like, you used to say this one thing. And I'm like, oh no, that was like a placeholder. I'm like, we're not going back there. You can't turn around. Like, so I understand. Like Eastside from 2012. You were like, there was a flute in your first. I'm like, I don't remember lizzoing out in that bit. Um, I was just talking about my running app and how I, I think you know this. I've been communicating with our friends X X on there because he's the only one I'm friends with on this app. He was like, one day when we were all at dinner, he was like, hey, follow me on that. Do you use that too? And I was like, yeah, I didn't even know you could have friends on here. So he, only he can see my posts and me. You know, I take them for me, but the pictures I always post are how I don't do it anymore because they're like finally done and he's not in the picture. Right. But I'm in the picture making a face at him. <laughs> Literally. I, I used to just make these faces. Because most, I don't think a lot of people know what. what so at the face. end of your run, you take a picture to document like the, 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 pic, the, the run. Like you can just take a selfie like I did it. That's what I always do. For years okay. I was doing it that way. And I always thought of him when I did it anyway, when they were still together, I would always be like kind of goofy or whatever. And then as he started kind of becoming the worst, in my opinion, I just started making whatever face of the story that day. I'd be like, oh, cool. You're going to try to get the house. Okay. Oh, cool. You're going to insult her fertility. I'd be like, like I would make faces that were like, and I knew he would know. I like, it was so cathartic, but all I would send them to you guys. And they would all be some version of me saying, and the best weirdest part of that app is that your run is documented in a squiggly white line. I told them that. So it looks like, uh, yeah, cum coming out of my nose or snot or whatever. And you would also make, yeah, it's not for the kids. Grosser face for him to see question. Did he know answer you? Did he know that he was your only follower? Um, I don't know. I, that's a good question. I don't, I guess I don't, I assume that he's only following me or me, but I just, I have to know that he, I hated him so much at that time that I, I know he was like kind of obsessed with me and watching my social media. So I know that he would give it extra scrutiny, which really thrilled me. And you know what? It does. I, you know what I've learned on you? None of this has to be real. You can have all of these little feuds in your head. And you know what? Some of them can poison you. Most of them probably can. But some of them make you Michael Jordan. And that's what Michael Jordan did. In the last, I know that's all I talk about. And I, I, I am obsessed. But on the last dance, he would make fake feuds in his mind. He would pretend that a teammate said something to him. One time he got in his head that a teammate goes, after that he really got whooped, uh, the Bulls got whooped. And the one of the, their lead player or whatever their star player was like good game mike you know sarcastically and mike was like i came back with a fucking vengeance they and then they swept the series or whatever you know and he was like and then he later his teammates were like did he really say that and he goes no i just had to make it up so i would hate someone and i was like oh so maybe that fueled my run right i can't be running no two miles (laughs) if i'm i want him to know that i'm i'm really uh, that angry, four miles angry. Um, Mentally ill. Yeah, and <laughs> whatever works. Um, how have you? How are you? Feelings check. What's going on? Feelings check. I feel great. Um, I, I today. I don't know why. I'm just happy. The sun's out. I don't even like mm-hmm. the sun normally. I'm just in a, like all the endorphins are pumping. My period's about to start. Wow, mine too. I was so productive today. I don't know why it is. I mean, I've done a little bit of coke. Yeah. It 
feels good and I feel like it's right for me. I'm so happy to hear that. And also, um, uh, my producer Noah also said the same exact thing before we got in. She just looked great. I said, how are you? And she was like, I'm really good. And it was like so refreshing to hear. Usually that's pretty annoying. Like if I was having a bad day, I wonder how I'd feel, but I'm actually having a pretty good day too. And I'm sorry if you're listening and you're not having a good day, but, um, I, my day is actually an average day, but I am definitely not sad, which is great. Or, and I have over the fact that I said I did a little Coke. I definitely did. (laughs) (laughs) I'm definitely not listening. Um, I I did tell you I was doing Coke. Would you be concerned? What if I was like, you know what I got into? Like, there's just no way you would. I mean, like that would be the biggest red flag for you. It is. That would be so insane. That would be like me being like, I'm in a healthy relationship. (laughs) You'd be like, Nikki, what this this is not the real you. Um, no, there's I've an imposter. Dreams about, have you had any like drug dreams lately or like drinking Ooh. dreams? Or- I know that people are having freaky deaky dreams, but um, yeah, I haven't been writing them down. I, went, I had a dream I had ask cancer and I don't mean to laugh, but I've never had a cancer dream <laughs> and I legit had um, asshole cancer. So I don't know what that means. Maybe I've been watching too much anal porn. Um, I'm talking to Andrew too often. I haven't been. That's the thing. Maybe I miss him deeply, and that's why I dreamed of like having a cancerous butthole. Taking care of him. But I tried to look up cancer and what it means because it was such a weird dream where you're like, what the fuck was that? That's got to be telling me something. And it was just like, oh, you're afraid of cancer. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah. I really, I mean, we talked about this yesterday on the phone. Been thinking about death a lot. Yes. A lot of people are dying, and and friends of friends are dying. I mean, it's sad, but mortality is on all of our minds. But yeah, I have been uh, thinking about that a lot. And you asked me how I was. So I forget what I was going to say, but just obsessed with death too. And like, should I make a will just to have it around? Yeah, you should. I mean, we all should. We could all die accidentally at any time. I I really do. Uh, It's so scary. I I would, I think it's like at the four, that's what we're all trying to not think about all the time anyway, like just as human beings. And now it's like kind of ever present, but humans have survived this and we can cope through these times. It's, it is heightened now though. And the fact that you're aware of it is good. And it is good to give, like I was telling you this, I sent an email with all of my passwords in it to my loved ones being like, here's all my passwords. So, you know, you have all my files go like, crazy. crazy. Have some, and I know they are not going to go through it all, but someday I know they could make a lot of money if they had a documentary about me. If I died tomorrow, go make a documentary about all the weird things that you find, sell it like I was some, like, oh, she could have done all of this and then make a lot of money. Like I want to have like a little nest egg for them with stuff because there's so much stuff I'm sitting on that I've never done anything with. Do you feel that way? Like you'd want someone to find your demos Oh yeah, I have them all. I'll be like, they're perfect. Don't change a thing. (laughs) (laughs) That's what quarantine is for, getting organized. I was thinking I've gotten so many projects done. Like today I I got all my finances together because I have been thinking about death and like so many people have died. Like I heard about Lynn Shelton passing away, the director, and just was thinking, God, she's not that much older than me. And just so suddenly passing away like that is so scary. Um, So I was like, I got to get my money together. I found an account I forgot I had. I forgot I had a 401k from when I worked on the radio 20 years ago. How did you find it? I was looking in my important papers and I was like, oh yeah, this account. And I like logged in and it's like, your last login was 2015. Oh my God. Was that like a sweet ass payday out of nowhere? Yes. 
Yes. Dude. I'm worrying about retirement. I'm like, do I even have retirement? I'm a musician. And I asked my boyfriend the other day, I go, I'm going to ask you a question. Please don't laugh. It's the most embarrassing question. He goes, okay. And I go, do we get money when we're old? And he's like, from who? I'm like, the government? And he's like, I mean, you get social security if you paid into it, but what are you talking about? I'm like, like I, mean, I don't know these things either. And he goes, no. And I'm like, well, where, what are we going to live on? He's like, that's why you have to save money. I literally didn't know any of this. So, I mean, you're not, you're, you'll, they'll give you something, right? <laughs> you don't know either. <laughs> Dude, I just got in uh, to an uh, an argument with my mom outside because she's upset that there's not going to be any social security because everyone's getting paid too much right now during this pandemic that it's going to drain everything. And I'm like, yeah, but because the thing is people keep saying, oh, unemployment pays more than people working. So what what would be the incentive of working? Um, I don't know. Pay people more. Like that's what needs to change. Not like making unemployment less making it harder so that people are incentivized to work. I think, I mean, I guess, I don't know. So that was the conversation I got in with my mom, which I knew like 20% of three facts. (laughs) (laughs) I had a total. Um, I wanted to tell you, speaking of death, that I'm meeting with a guy um, this Thursday who uh, like helps you find your past life. And it's called, he's a past life regressionist. Hey, I don't, yeah, this what? This is the thing I talked about on the show a few weeks ago. Remember? No. Many Lives, Many Masters. Brian, what's his name? Where the guy, was, the, his patient was speaking. In t- is this Brian Weiss? No, okay. this guy is um, Daniel. Uh, Daniel was telling me about my past life. I was just listening to that song. He's going to make some shit up about my life before this life. Oh, yeah. He'll tell me exactly what I want to hear. If I were Daniel, I'd tell me that I had been a deer. Deers are so pretty. Girls like them a lot. No, this guy's just going to, I don't know if he's legit or not. I mean, I don't know if any of this Does is true. Does he have a last name? I don't know what it is, but if you want to look him up, it's the yourpastliferegressionist.com. He offered me a free session about Daniel. Let's see. My past life journey for this life began when I was in fifth grade and at a time we had been studying American history in school. As a child, I always believed there was more to the world than what met the eye. Ooh, fast forward a decade, nothing felt right. I'm just skipping paragraphs. One day I took a good hard look in the mirror Then the next paragraph, well, my past life regression experience didn't heal my autoimmune disorder. Wow, cliffhanger. And then next paragraph, a year later in 2016, I became certified past life practitioner of QHHT um, registered from Dolores Cannon's Quantum Healing Hypnosis Academy. Okay, so I booked a session with him because I'm like, why the fuck not, right? Right. Um, It's four hours long. I am, let's go, let's do it. I got, you know what? I'm carving out four hours on Thursday to make it happen. This is my vacation to myself because I have not had, I didn't have a Memorial Day. I didn't have a good, like any day off. I've been working my tail off. I finished three scripts. Congratulations, bitch. Me and my writing partner, Cindy, shout out Cindy Caponera. We finished three scripts with um, the help of a writer's assistant, Alex. And we did it over Zoom and we wrote, I wrote the show that is my life that I'm living and it's been so hard and I feel very accomplished and I'm trying to let that in and celebrate it. 
I'm so excited for you. I'm Thank you. I've, I've been trying to write script, like anything scripted for so long and just never thought I could do it. So this kind of proves to me that I can do things that I never thought I could. Um, thank you for giving me the claps in the Zoom room. I asked you before uh, when I texted you that if you had any moment during quarantine that was especially like where you kind of snapshot, if you had a snapshot of how pathetic it got for you during this, because one came to mind during my run. I go, I wonder if Anya has one, and I bet she does. Does anything come to mind when I asked you for that? Like just, you know, yes. the quarantine just, if, if, if quarantine had happened, you wouldn't be here in this moment right now. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> Matt and I got into an argument in the kitchen, and it was one of the worst arguments we've had. This was a couple of months ago at the height of stress. And I can't remember what it was about, but I was just like, I fucking lost my temper. The kind of losing your temper where you're outside your body and you, you're like, don't do this. Do not do this. Don't do this. It's not worth it. And I just like said the thing I shouldn't have said to him. Like, oh yeah. Where you just unleash. I did it the other night. I know that feeling. Yes. Then I opened the basement door and walked down there and slammed it. And it was like, I had nowhere else to go. And I literally couldn't walk outside. So I just, and they, I just hear him go, where are you going? Like, I wanted to leave. I wanted to go back to New York because I'm two hours outside New York. There's nowhere to fucking go. It was like snowing outside. And I just went in the basement. And it was so funny that we both started laughing. Oh my God. That's so good that that broke it right away. You didn't have to like stay down in the basement. I used to do that as a kid and just stay. That's like, I bet you'll the basement. I bet you'll laugh about that the rest of your life. I slammed it so hard the broom and the dustpan flew off the basement door. Like they're hanging up there in these hooks, and yeah, like almost tore the door off its hinges. I was that pissed. Oh my god! No, I um, I cussed my mom out the other night hard. I said, I said, will you please shut the fuck up? I know, I know, I'm not proud of it. I'm saying it now to just like. I, I apologize right in the moment. First of all, my mom, it, we were watching the last, if you listen to the podcast yesterday, my mom admitted to being quite drunk during the last dance. And can I be, between you and I, it was very annoying. If you know my parents, do not text them right now and be like, we heard, don't fucking do that, okay? Gino or whoever is texting my parents <laughs> quips from That's the podcast, so stop it. Um, but she, she was being annoying and she wouldn't shut up. And like my mom, <laughs> my mom cannot, stop talking when she's drunk. Like my dad will go, I'll pay you a hundred dollars. If you stop talking for 10 seconds, if you can remember to stop talking. And she, even in that 10 seconds, she'll forget that the game is being played and she'll start talking. Like it's, it really is that bad. Oh my God, and so the other night I said, shut the fuck up. And it was so mean. And I immediately apologized, which she didn't remember any of it the next day. So none of it matters. But I did have that moment of like, wow, you're psycho. And you are very, very mean, Nikki Glazer. Um, but the moment that I was so pathetic was the other night I was on Raya and I saw this guy that I would like die to match with. Like, I'm like, you know, someone that I can't even remember who it was. I'm like looking through my phone cause I did write it down and I can't find the note, but it was some guy that I was like, I can't even remember who it was. It must not have been that important, but I was, I go, cause sometimes on Raya, cause you, you match and then it takes a second to tell you if you matched or not. And I was just like, please, 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 please. And as I was saying, please, 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 with one hand, I'm doing Raya. And the other one, I'm literally scooping out tofuti cream cheese out of a plastic container and licking my hand being like, please, please. Like, like anyone would want to be like, it was 
such a moment of like, what, who do I think I am that I deserve this guy? Like, I'm in, I'm so, like, don't like, please. like, it was just a moment where I was like, see this picture. Someone recently told me that you shouldn't try to eat like, so that anyone could watch and you wouldn't be embarrassed by it. Not That's because ridiculous. you eat for other people, but just to like keep it in control in terms of like the amount and the speed with which you eat. Because I think sometimes the clawing the inside of a container is because of like, I need it. It's just like easy. So that was my moment the other day. Anya, it's been that so wins. fun catching up That's with so you. Uh, no, I like I have so many moments of just like running in the basement and wanting to hide and having nowhere to go. I know everyone relates to that of like, there's nowhere to go when you get mad. You just go drive around. Yeah. And then what if it's snowing? To leave. You can't threaten to leave. That's the worst part. That used to be my move. Like, you know what? Right. What? You, that's leaving. out of your arsenal now. Ugh. You can't have, you can't use that. I can walk around the block. That's God, it's it like you have to work on yourself and shit. Ugh. No, you can't. Yeah, you can walk around the block, but I'm so tired of walking. God, it's all you can do. Everyone's walking all the time. Um, I flicked someone off earlier on my run. I like, I'm aggressive out on the streets. You are so cute. You said flick like you're back in grade school. What do you, what do you say? Flipped. Oh. You say flick? Yeah, flicked. I'm going to take, I'm going to start. Is it flick or flip? I think it's flip. Yeah, I hear flipped, but I always say flick. We flicked, flicked him off. My dad would say flicked. But yeah, I do, I do talk really? like Jimmy Pardo yesterday said, you sound like a second grader in the way I said, I was like, oh my God. And he was like, <laughs> you sound like a little Midwest middle schooler and i was like you're right i do well it makes sense the last time i lived in my parents house i was thanks for joining me anya you'll be back on the show next week i love uh i love this drop in so fun i know that the fans were wanting it so um and so was i uh see you tomorrow on the podcast guys until then squirt squirt (laughs) this has been a comedy central podcast